We just got back from seeing the film Scream. 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 That's what it's called. Or Scream 5, but not really. Okay, so in the past week, we watched the previous four films. Let's go through them real quick. The first one is a classic. 100%. Horror comedy (laughs) reinvented the horror genre in the mid-90s. Yeah. The second one is pretty good. It's almost like that perfect sequel. (laughs) Whenever we're recording, Mitty just brings a bone right over to the table and starts chomping down. All right, so then you get to Scream 3. It's probably my least favorite. I don't know what they were doing. They didn't really know what to do, but it it goes full-on comedy because in the Scream films, the character of Gail, she writes a book that's turned into a movie called Stab, there are eight of them at this point, <laughs> so there there are plenty of opportunities to make fun of themselves as they make a sequel. They refer to Stab. And then the fourth film came out in 2011. Pretty good. <laughs> All right, so the first film came out in 96, the second in 97, third in 2000, fourth one mm. in 2011. And here we are in 2022 with Scream. Was this supposed to come out last year, 2021? I don't believe so. Oh, okay. Yeah, before the film, we made some predictions. I mean, there are certain things that happen in these films. Like I said, they kind of make fun of themselves within the film. It's a commentary on the horror genre. But either way, I mean, uh, yes. I mean, even if it's not called technically Scream 5, everybody knows it's Scream 5. So at this point... The audience has expectations. There are certain things that have to happen. There are rules that need to be followed. And, you know, it's just exciting to see what they're going to do with this one. I guess we want to talk about first. Well, I guess before we go into predictions and what works and whatnot, you know, all of that, it's – I just right off the bat, this movie, it gave me – it was everything I needed it to be. I highly recommend it. Um, it's a lot of fun. Entertainment value grade is a solid A. It's tough to be disappointed by this film. There are moments I had issues with, but overall, for a fifth movie, it's everything you want. Even the fact that it's called it's called Scream mm-hmm. and not Scream Five, mm-hmm. which I mean I had questions it means about something. Yeah, glad it was referenced in the film. Easy to recommend if you're a Scream fan. Could you see this movie without seeing the first, at least the first one? No. It wouldn't mean anything. Yeah, it'd be pointless. If if you watch just the first one, first one, it it wouldn't be as good because they it's Scream Five. They make fun of like the sequels. They make fun of the the stab sequels. Mm-hmm. Plus, you miss like the whole Randy character <laughs> references and. Yeah, it's definitely... Well, just I mean, just like the references like Dewey in the first film and second film. Right. Getting stabbed. Like, they reference that um, a couple times, like make fun of it. However, if you do need to save time, you could probably skip the third one. You Watch could. Watch one, two, and... There is, isn't like, not a spoiler, but there's a character, the, the girl from Princess Diaries, who is briefly in Scream 3 as Randy's sister... Oh. She makes an appearance, and it'd be completely random 
Because I forgot you was in Scream 3. It's such like a yeah. quick moment. In Scream 3, like you you commented, it's so 2000. Yes. She's wearing sunglasses. For sure. Yeah, Scream 3 is not the best. But, I mean, in the big picture, Scream 3 at this point is the one that's very much about stab at that point. Like, you're, they're on a film set. You're in, like, Hollywood. It's very much a comedy. Not in always a good way. But you can still make the case that it's relevant. Do you need to watch it? No. Could you delete it? You definitely could. Um... It's the outlier. But yeah, if you really want to get the full experience and understand what's going on, even with the stab movies, like, yeah, you watch all of them. It's fun. You won't be disappointed. It was a fun week. Okay, Jess. So we both recommend this movie, especially if you're a Scream fan. If you're not and you haven't seen the other movies, don't go see it. You're not going to understand. Yeah. It, it, won't, won't, it won't mean anything. No. There are moments where they're referencing the first film... And then the stab first film based on the first film and then recreating like a moment from that first film and the first stab film. And the thing is it's not confusing at all as long as you've seen the first few movies. It's wild. Yeah. Um, no, it's – it's they know exactly what they're doing. As usual, very bloody movie. I felt like it was more stabbing mm-hmm. and like showing the stabbing oh, even more. Yeah. Like I, oh. I had to look away a couple times like – yeah, what worked in this film? No spoilers yet. I think they had a pretty cool cast. I only knew the kid from 13 Reasons Why. I mean, they had a good round of, you know, original characters coming back. The new group worked well together. Um, there was just enough of old moments recreated, but new moments to keep you on your toes. The surprise you know, watch out, I'm behind this door, oh wait, character's not looking, I'm behind them. I mean, there there was a good mix. There was a good balance of scary moments in your face versus like sus- suspense building for the grand finale. What is the name of the main girl who gets, who's in the first opening scene? Tara. Tara. The film starts off with Tara getting stalked, just like Drew Barrymore in the first film. Yeah, there's always the first girl. And she's getting quizzed. I don't think we can do one at night. We know this is his active time. All right. So, yeah, the opening, really enjoyed it. Immediately knew there was like a – the fourth film takes like to a comedic level where there's like f- fake openings. Um, you're watching a movie within a movie or you're watching the opening for Stab 6 and then 5, something like that. It's pretty funny. This one, different where she becomes – like she's on the poster. Like she's in the trailer. This is like her story. Yeah. I mean, almost a main character. Yes. And what works well is, yeah, we know the rules for horror films, and Dewey in the film explains it like, it's going to be someone close to you. One of your friends is a killer. Oh, everyone, everyone's a suspect again. Yeah. I mean, they do a good job of providing motivation for, you know, motives for certain characters, and others just seem off. I mean, it's this movie could have ended any number of ways, and I would have been okay with it but i think we kind of took bets on will any of the three main characters appear in the first act i said yes you said second act pretty sure you were right well i specifically said sydney oh she did so she definitely did not appear until the second act so like i said when we were driving i mean i think dewey's character is the most interesting where they put his character 
Um, you know, from the trailer, he's not the sheriff. Um, he's looking kind of rugged, living in a trailer. <laughs> but he's the one, like, telling the rules for horror film. Once he's on screen, it's, it's his movie, which I enjoyed. I wanted more of that. I don't know how old Terror was supposed to be in the film. After watching, like, the original trilogy, where, like, clearly character, like actors were, like, older. Right. Um, when you see an actual 18-year-old on screen, she looks like she's, like, 15. It's almost pretty funny um, how movies have changed in the past 25 years. Um, I mean, I feel like they even reference that when, you know, the the typical, you know, who would be the older siblings, right? Like who typically would play the high school characters are probably like their early mid-20s reference like, okay, Gen Z, like good night all. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, I think it's the time to go to spoilers. Overall, I recommend the movie. Yeah, for sure. As long as you've seen the others. Yeah, like ranking them, first one is obviously the best. Then we say two. Second was a solid sequel, yeah. Then four. Yeah, for then like five is three, which is tough because it makes five seem like it's not as good. The tone, I, right? It's 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 pretty it's solid. The same level, I would say. Um, where the the fourth one, it's the same writer as the first two. Fourth one's kind of like more upbeat. I mean, it starts off with like fake openings. It's more fun. Not to say Scream 5 doesn't have funny moments, which it does. It's a little more serious. Very clear from, like, the Dewey character. So, yeah, pretty solid movie. All right, spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler alert. All right. When you started watching this movie, did you know who the killer was going to be? I had a, I thought it was the two girl girlfriends. Um, the one, the pink hair was just odd but again like kind of too obvious because she was like she was the one that didn't fit in with the rest of the group um and then also the clingy best friend of like of tara the you know original opening scene girl i suspected her right away and then especially like watching the movie i mean she doesn't have much interaction with the rest of the cast or rest of the group it's like, I feel like we saw her the least, which, again, made it suspicious, but I also just saw the ending, and so, I mean, yeah, at, at certain points, I thought it was everybody. At, at one point, I thought one of the characters was going to come back to life and actually be the killer, <laughs> so. They're all gathered together, and Dewey's saying, like, the killer is here in this room, it's one of your friends, that kind of thing, because we're watching, knowing, like, yeah, we've seen four of these movies at this point. We know the killer's going to be close. And it was true. Like I mean, with it being the the boyfriend of Sam of Sam, of course, Samantha Sam. For some reason, didn't expect it. But it's like it was Mm-mm. so clear. Like, oh, of course. I mean, Dewey points out how, how how long have you known this guy? Like he's asking. Dewey knows what's up. Right. Asking all these right questions that we as a viewer are thinking the same thing. This guy has never seen a stab movie. Just doesn't get it. It wasn't very – there wasn't really a moment where I'd like, oh, he's for sure the killer. Even at the party at the end when he's um, – when he was asking to go in the basement to get a beer, I I mean, I assume, okay, this can't be good. But I'm like – only reason I was thinking that because I'm like they were stopping in this house just to get the inhaler. And it should have been like a 30-second in and out. Yeah. But right when they say they start clearing out the party, I'm like, oh, What's you guys got to go. And his yeah. character was kind of like the – the smart one throughout the film, like, we got to get out of this place. Let's be smart about this. Mm-hmm. Of course, he was tricking them, but, like, 
when he's in there going to get a beer, I'm like, oh, okay, come on. We're there for the inhaler and we're gone. Yeah. Like when they when they showed the party, we're like, oh, of course. Obviously, Obviously there's got to be a party scene. What's interesting to me, having watched all the films again, going to watch Scream 2, there are moments that I remembered from that film. And one of them was like the music that plays when they show Dewey again. That same music played again in this one. And I'm like, oh, that's I like, didn't even notice. It's like Dewey's tune. It might be called Dewey's, Dewey's tune. tune. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like the kind of like guitar string. I don't know. It's very noticeable. That's really um, cool. So I enjoyed that. I think Dewey in general, I'm glad Sid and Gal were in it. Could they have made a whole movie with like Dewey being the main guy? Totally. Um, he was like, he refuses the call to help, and then he's like, okay, I'm going to help because he's a nice guy. But I think he might make it to the halfway point, probably. I think he's the. He's got to be the halfway point, right? Oh, I would call that the lowest moment, right? Oh, the lowest moment. What's the halfway point then? Did you have the sheriff getting killed and then it leads to the hospital? I mean, killing off the sheriff is pretty big. I mean, really, going into the movie, I was thinking the kid from 13 Reasons Why was like too noticeable as a teen. Like, he's a noticeable actor. Thinking he was going to be the killer. Right. So he's killed off his mom, the sheriff from the fourth film. She's killed off, which is I did not expect that. No, that was a cool death scene. Running in to like save her son, and killer pops out and gets her instead, and then goes to kill her son. Yeah, yeah. I guess it would be the low point with Dewey dying. It has to be low point. But I mean, that whole yeah, a lot of stuff in the hospital. I mean, yeah, Dewey dying that way was kind of tough because I I assumed he'd get shot. I think we took a vote. Um, did some betting. <laughs> well, we, how many we, times would Dewey get shot or stabbed? You put three two. times with a mix of, like, stabbing and shooting. Mm-hmm. I put two. I mean, he was stabbed multiple times. Yeah. Dewey died. That's the, here's the thing. He was carried out in a body bag. He was, but, like, show me something. I Dewey needed – his head needs to be chopped off. I even said it before the film sure, started. they could I'll believe he's dead when his head's chopped off. Yeah, they could bring him back. What do you think of his death, Jess? I was displeased. Um, he he is the character that lays out all the rules and tells you what you do and don't need to do in a horror movie. And then he, after shooting the killer a couple of times, runs away. They're about to escape. And he says, oh, wait, you got to shoot him in the head. And he runs back. Instead of escaping. And that's when he dies. So, yes, I get it. Like, characters make stupid decisions. He's in a horror film. He's a character that makes stupid decisions. But it's Dewey. He knows better. I was... I instantly, like, let go of Danny's hand. Like, really? Like, that's how you're going to kill off one of our favorite characters? Like, it just fell flat for me. I knew something was going to go bad when Dewey calls Sid and says, don't come here. She said, I have no intention. I will never come there. I'm like, okay. We know uh, she comes there. Yeah. But yeah, him going back to shoot the, the killer in the head ghost face. At the same time, it's like, yes, that's a logical thing. You, you need to end this. Like, shoot him in the head. Danny, why don't they ever try to take the masks off people? Like, wouldn't that also just, like, end the killing spree? Because it's like, oh... You're Amy from French class. Like, yeah, you're the person that did it. It's possible. But at the same time... That would end the movie. We're watching a movie, but a fake movie. 
Right, because Dewey knows he's in a horror film. And what not to do. Yes, he but, know, he's still... but he knows he needs to go back to, to end this, to shoot the killer in the head. Right. But when he does it in a horror movie, the killers don't really die. So he's got like two conflicting roles to go against because the ki- ghost face was shot like a few times, right? Yeah. Let's say three or four times. So Ghostface should be dead, but Ghostface isn't dead because it's a movie. I know. He shouldn't have died that way. I just, I'm upset that Dewey has died. Me too. And then it's tough because he was the best part of the movie to me. When Sid and Gail come in, I mean, Gail doesn't have much to do. I mean, she gets shot pretty quickly when she's like, let's go into combat. But then it's kind of no big deal. Like, they're well, not even rushed off to the hospital at the end. They're hanging out in the ambulance, yeah. like, sipping coffee. How are you guys doing? I mean, Gail was down, shot. I don't think she called the cops. Um, if they did, right. they would have taken forever to get there, which could make sense. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, the sheriff is down. But I do like when, uh, is it Amber, the killer? Uh-huh. When they arrive at the house, Amber stumbles out, and, like, Sid is smart enough to know, like, this is... A trap. Yeah, this is fake. But at the same time, they're smart enough to, like, look at each other and say that, but not quick enough to shoot her. Well, not even, like, I can go with not shooting her, but how does Amber have such a good shot and Sid and Gail, who have been through this, how many times don't? I mean, in two shots fired, Amber hits Gail and Sid can't hit her target. It's... That's not believable to me. It's not big enough to be like a big problem, but it's funny. Everything is like a typical scream. It ends as a house party. I mean, yeah, oh, we know there's going to be a party. Um, One of the rules. Party setting. The killer guy. I, I like, don't remember any names of these characters. Why don't I remember? It was like Richie or Ricky or Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. No. If 15 to 20 years ago they wanted Joshua Jackson, that's who they got, like very much like that in a good way is positive um i also enjoy that at one point the character tara when she's in the hospital yeah she's watching dawson's creek um, <laughs> which is pretty cool um the creator of dawson's creek wrote the first second and fourth film in the scream franchise it's awesome that's cool she hits the she didn't know at the time but she hits the killer with a phone it's so great in reference to the first movie that's a that's a great move. Did you just hit me with the phone? <laughs> oh, my gosh. There are some very, very funny moments in this movie. Right. It's interesting. There's a, there's a lot of funny moments, a lot of things that surprised me. Even with Sid going around the house, like, she's pretty much ready to kill anybody that pops out at her. I mean, she's shooting through doors. If nobody answers, I'm going to shoot you. Like, she shoots the killer. We don't know it's a killer yet, but, like, in the leg. The death – well, the, not even the death of – the girl killer. Oh my god! She gets what hand sanitizer oh, thrown on her face. This was over the top kill. I mean, well, it was... yeah, that's what we thought it was a kill, but it wasn't a kill. Right. I mean, yeah, this is definitely next level scream. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes you question Sid and Gail. I mean, they're just desensitized at this point. It's horrible and kind of funny. She like mentioned, oh my gosh, hand sanitizer, whatever. Well, guess what? Then. <laughs> Not too long later, she mentions um, passing of the torch reference about younger generation, older generation. Well, of course, that's going to come back because, boom, next thing you know, 
she gets torched. Gail shoots her. She falls back on the stove, stove which, which she on. had bumped into and turned the flame on. And her face, her whole body catches on a fire. Like, she is dead. She is she gets done. But it's a movie. Sanitized. Bravo, Jess. <laughs> She's dead. But then she comes back and they have to shoot her again. Like Because they always come back. It's a They rule. always come back. Like, that's what's funny about these movies. Yes. But the desensitized part with Gail and Sid, it's true because at one point they ask Samantha, like, well, Samantha says, like, oh, you're asking me to go murder someone with you? Yeah, it's do like, it. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to like about this movie. Also, how do these families stay in Woodsboro? Oh, you don't stay. <laughs> you don't stay in that house. You don't have any parts oh, of the house. That house should be like burned to the ground, first of all. There need to be more parents I mean, in these films. Yeah. Oh, I was so so suspicious of the mom who was like, oh, yeah, she's at a work conference in London. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the movie – I. I mean, oh my so, gosh, Daniel, we haven't even talked about the her dad. Yes. Samantha. Who's Samantha's dad? Billy Loomis makes a comeback return in the like in a haunting for throughout this movie. It's great. It makes the his daughter super suspicious. But yeah, he I mean he's able to be in this movie because she's like seeing him everywhere she goes. Well, and that's a whole other level of like creep because it's pretty cool. Skeet Ulrich is back. Um, there's like a younger version ghost thing going on. Yeah. Like taunting her. But at, towards the end, you're basically like cheering for him because he like – when she's like crawling on the ground about to be killed and she sees a, she sees a knife, right? Yeah. He's encouraging her. You yes. can do it. Yes. You're like, oh, this is awesome. And then it's like – Oh, wait. You're encouraging you're this girl because then she goes full crazy for like oh, 30 seconds. Oh, that was terrifying. So yeah. it's pretty cool because, I mean, she could be the killer. Yeah. One cringe worthy, and it, they said it multiple times, but so the there's always two, right? The two killers. They're supposedly dating, and they're, hey, babe, can you go get that knife? Hey, babe, can you go lock the door? The babes, I was getting a little, ooh. Was that in the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. It was just not believable that they were – I don't know. I wanted more motivation than just we're fanatics. See, I kind of like that. Yeah, motive for these killers is always pretty interesting. But for this one, they're basically referencing themselves. I mean they're trying to basically revive the franchise of Stab. Yeah. But like we're at Scream 5 now. They don't call it Scream 5. They call it Scream which is referenced in the movie. Yeah, it's a – what is it, a requel? A requel, yeah. Yeah. So it's tough. It's I mean, the movies, what, three of them now have ended in a kitchen, which, like, I'm fine with. I'm sure the next one, I'm fine if it ends in the sure. kitchen. I'm fine if there's a party. Um, they can do the same thing a few more times. I will watch it. I don't know how you get Sid and Gail involved ever again. I mean, maybe you do, but – I don't know. I – yeah, I mean, if this was the last one with Sid and Gail, it makes sense to me. And so I feel like they were kind of creating a new original group. I think so, which is – I mean, definitely I don't need to see Tara ever again. I'm good. She's the sister. Of course she's coming back. They're like little kids. I want the 30-year-old well, people. Older. Yeah, no. It'll be – I'll watch the next one. Not sure what they're going to do, but I'm sure it'll be – Similar and the same. I hope we get one before 11 years from now. 
Yeah. If it makes money, which, it, I mean, I believe it will. I think I saw the budget was only like 20, 24 million. Um, I think on Friday it made 13 million in one day. So it'll... That's pretty cool. Yeah. Movies, it'll be interesting this year to see what people go see and don't see. It's easy to see like Spider-Man made a lot of money, but yeah. that's Spider-Man. Younger audience, Marvel. You're going to get people Come back, kids. Yeah. So it'll make enough to deserve a sequel. And yes, we recommend it. Go see it so we can get another one. Well said. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Good night. <laughs>